What is going on, everybody? Jordy Cannell here. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Fun V Tailgate podcast, presented by Thunderblogsports.com, a part of the Bullpen Cart podcast feed. It is myself and Matty D preparing you for the final four of the NFL season. That is right, the NFC and AFC championship games are upon us, and we go through both games. We go through last weekend's divisional round. We look at the four teams that lost, we look at the four teams that won, and we also look forward a little bit to the NFL draft as well as the coaching carousel. This one was a lot of fun to record. Cannot wait to hear what you guys think. As always, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast, search The Bullpen Card on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Mash that subscribe button, leave us a nice five-star review. Follow us on Twitter, ThunderBLG, Thunderblog Sports on Instagram, and join our Facebook group to be a part of the conversation. But enjoy this week's episode and enjoy the football. Here we go. Welcome to this week's episode of the Fun V Tailgate Podcast, presented by ThunderblogSports.com. I, of course, am the G-Man, Jordy Cannell, and I might sound a little different. That is because we are coming to you live from that's right. It is the home of the one and only Mr. Matty D. How are you? Uh, it's good. It's good to have you in the at the, at the place. In person is always my favorite. Um, and and so I'm excited to have you out here. I'm excited to talk a little f- playoff football because we are in the. This is the it. Thick of it. It is on right now, and uh, I know we're both excited for so many reasons. Oh yeah. And uh, some truly, truly amazing matchups we had and that we are going to have so i'm i'm pretty pumped up pretty fired up um for the playoffs baby i mean I this is it yeah. oh yeah yeah absolutely it's gonna be quite the weekend both one seeds still alive so the streak of teams on a bye still open i know that that's not the obvious lead that we have because we have two incredible matchups the young guns versus the old guns afc nfc we'll start though quickly recapping Super divisional round. I know I stole that joke from somewhere, but <laughs> regardless, we'll go through it quick. Packers beat the Rams, and I know we both thought this was going to be a little bit closer, but that's why Aaron Rodgers does what Aaron Rodgers does, and Aaron Jones looked incredible in that game. Yeah, I think, too, that would miss the other Aaron. Aaron Donald clearly playing injured, which yeah. really negatively. I mean, he is the he is the, he is is the the quarterback of the defense, not in a mental sense, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you game plan for him more than anybody else. So he's super important. Um, he, and he was damaged. He damaged goods that, that game. Sure. Um, great matchup all night. Jalen Ramsey, Devontae Adams, they both played really well. Uh, Adams had a couple nice plays. Ramsey is superstar corner, but um, to your point, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, look great. Fountain of youth with him. Unreal. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Jones, free agent this offseason, so they got a big decision there, but uh, they just continue to get it done, uh, and. It's amazing. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers' first ever home NFC Championship game. I was shocked to find that I, out. I, I couldn't believe one year. But the year I, they won the Super Bowl, they weren't the home team? I guess not. Yeah, I guess not. So but they played the Bears, and you figure yeah. he always beats the Bears. So you figure he would have had it, but I guess not. We're going to talk about Green Bay, but I think it's important to talk about the Rams and kind yes. of the state that they're in. Very beat up with injuries, I think. Um, and a couple key positions. You think about Cooper Cup not playing. 
even um, Robert Woods was digged. I know Cam Akers had an injury, but I think he was fine. Yeah, he Jared, was fine. But Jared Goff being a huge concern. Yeah, I mean, he had the surgery, what, 10 days before the game? Right. Yeah. And they're, they're a top-heavy roster anyway. That's what happens when you trade for all these superstar talents like yeah, they did. Yeah, and they're yeah. still coming off the Todd Gurley contract, right? So they are still a young, exciting team in a lot of ways. They've got a ton of really good building blocks. But the question mark kind of becomes, and actually Todd uh, McVay... Todd McShay or Sean McVay? Did I just, did I just combine them you together? Combine they them. wouldn't be the perfect football mind. Sorry. Sean McVay kind of said that Jared Goff's his quarterback for now, which was kind of a weird comment to make because similar to our guy, Carson, Goff got the extension. Yeah. So I'm sure there's a way they can get out of these deals. But, I mean, does it make any sense? Would they go with the backup, Warford? I mean, a, a, or Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles back on the team. Uh, to me, it doesn't make any sense. I think Goff's still done enough. Um, they probably have a few pieces to add. They did a really good defense this year, but they probably have a piece or two to add offensively. But when I say that, you got Cam Akers, who seems like really exciting. You got these two good wide receivers in Cup, uh, Cooper Cup and uh, Robert Woods. And you got Van Jefferson, another young wide receiver, a rookie out of Florida. Um, they need some offensive line, probably rejuvenation. They're just getting older yeah, there. But, so. but other than that, I mean, they got a lot of pieces on both sides of the ball. So then it, then it comes down to, okay, and you don't think it's Sean McVay, so is it Jared Goff? Yeah, it could be. But they also ran into the MVP. Yeah, that, and, and, I mean, their defense was still well set up. Jalen Ramsey played well. It was just tough when they had that many weapons, the way the Green Bay set up, and how great Aaron Rodgers has been playing all year. As you mentioned, MVP-type season. Uh, it's pretty hard to imagine he doesn't win that now, but, you know, we'll see what happens with them. We'll just jump over to who they'll be playing, and maybe we can just jump right into the NFC Championship yeah. game. But Sunday Night Football, we're skipping ahead both AFC games. Back-and-forth game... Tom Brady gets it done, though. Coming back, winning by 10 over the Saints. And it was reported once again that Drew Brees might be retiring. Jay Glazer seemed very adamantly positive that he was going to pregame. And he even gave the look back as he was leaving the field after he and Tom Brady embrace. And, you know, we have to wonder, is it actually the end? Best, maybe the best roster top to bottom in all of football. The Saints. Yeah. Uh, obviously, though, Michael Thomas hobbled, getting surgery on his ankle. Clearly wasn't the same player. No yeah. catches. Uh, but but as, as good as they may be right now, aging roster, win-now mode, Drew didn't play his best game, which might be one of the reasons that they come back is because he played horrible. He had three interceptions. Yeah, he played very um, bad. Those interceptions were but, not Well, good. by the way, I wanted to come to him, talk to a receiver. The problem is because of the his d- d- diminished arm strength, and the fact that he's not already tall, like this is where it inhibits him, is he has to kind of throw better. His routes are very timing-based at the moment. Um, and he's basically saying, if I don't read the coverage, he's not going to get away with a lot of bad throws yeah. like some younger quarterbacks can because they have just they still are young and athletic. And sure. Um, he did whisper to Jameis Winston on the sidelines, maybe it's your team now. There was a, a video of him saying that to Jameis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's fascinating because how do you not have him back if he decides he wants to return? Sure. But at the same time, the game's not where, his game is not where he was. No, he's they not throwing it down the field. No downfield at all. And that kills them. You it can't. It kills yes. them. Because it, it suffocates Carly Snyder. Well, sure. I mean, um, it suffocates um, Alvin Kamara. Sorry. Total yeah, 40 and slip. I'm, I'm, the text came through my phone and I saw the name and I just said it. It's so, all good. Total. Uh, but Alvin Kamara, it suffocates him. It suffocates him. Work Thomas can't really do too much. Yep. I mean, he does a lot with, with yards after the catch. Jared Cook, who actually had a decent game. Other than the fumble. Other than the fumble. That's a good point. I forgot about the fumble. 
but still, you know, a decent game. He was he was running routes. It was actually you know producing a lot of right. yards. Uh, but like Emmanuel Sanders, a guy that we kept thinking this whole year that he was going to pop off, and you know he had a couple key third down catches throughout the game. Just tough, you know. Obviously, I don't know if Latavius Murray if he's in if that makes a difference. Taysom Hill wasn't there. I don't think that makes a huge difference if he's playing. Um, but yeah, J- James Winston getting in there and, and actually throwing a touchdown pass. A great throw. Yeah, right. good I mean, throw. It was a trick play, but but still, yeah. yeah. No, I killed. But it, like, yeah, to your point, it just um, it's a shame for Drew if this is the way it ends because he is one of the all time greats. Yeah. Um, but if you're the Saints, you also are juggling. Like we talked a little about the Steelers and their issues with Big Ben. I, they have the best roster in football. If you think Jameis Winston can figure it out with a great head coach like Sean Payton and a lot of weapons, which he yeah. had, by the way, in Tampa Bay, but he didn't have this defense. Correct. Because this Saints defense, regardless of what we saw, I know that I know that, but with the turn between the turnovers and and the football, yeah, they, there's only so much you can bend before it's too exactly. much. Exactly. And, and yeah. it was just bad. You know, it's not even bad game management. It's just a you know bad turnovers, and that's why they lost. And, and not that Tampa Bay's defense isn't very solid, and and we can transition this to Tampa Bay, then go into the NFC Championship right, right, game. Right. Their defense looks solid. They were putting pressure on Drew Brees throughout it, and that's what you need to do. A guy who can't really extend the field by using his arm that way, and, and they figured out how to do it. Um, you know, I, I think looking ahead for their defense, their secondary is going to get a little more tested. You know, it's not Jalen Ramsey back there defending a Devontae Adams. You know, and anybody else that goes out there, Valdez Scandling, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, you know, yeah, I think I'm notoriously yeah. bad at pronouncing names, so it doesn't really matter. If he extends the field, though, if he you know uses his burnout speed and makes a huge catch like he did a couple times throughout this season, you know that could be the ultimate difference maker. But uh, let's look on the other side of the ball. Tom Brady, what he was able to do. Obviously, the running game very strong with Ronald Jones uh, and and some playoff Lenny as they as they gave the shout out to uh, a certain other podcast host from Joe Buck in there, but. Um, yeah, I think Brady, though, the way that he has developed, well, not even developed, the way that he manages games, I was going to say developed that after not being this dominant thrower, but he still is playing very well. And this wasn't peak Tom Brady. So that's kind of what I was trying to get at. Yeah. The way that he managed this game and didn't really lose it, he didn't think that we need to, you know, hit up Curtis, Curtis Godwin down all the way at the end of the field or use Gronk in this, you know, jam it down their throats type of way straight up the middle. Not that he didn't throw to Gronk. Gronk almost had a touchdown catch. Um, but it's just, you know, you have to be in awe of how well he was able to do there. And the fact that this actually worked, this was the big thing. We talked about all the way back when we did that free agency podcast at the start of the pandemic of whether or not Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay, would this work out, this great experiment? Because their defense looked good on paper, all the weapons, but it actually work and and you know what they're in the final four so yeah right now it has yeah i mean that i mean it's the same team with brady instead of winston it's not i know it's not 100 percent true although antonio brown hurt most of the game sure um and i know they made they made, they drafted a few guys you think of antonio winfield jr yep. in the secondary but brady brings a different message and atmosphere um a different confidence a different yeah. leadership ability than winston does so he steps in a locker room and demands it's, it gets done no matter what but to be honest, he just hasn't lost the arm. He throws the ball very yeah, huge hard difference. still. Yeah. Is, he at, is he as good as he was when he was 25? No, I'm not saying that. But he, his arm hasn't failed him like we've seen some other guys. And he can push the ball downfield. Um, and the scariest part, I think, because it looks like he'll probably be back in Tampa next year, yeah. is he just keeps getting more comfortable with his receivers. Yes. And, and that, to me, is like, wow. you got because he broke com- COVID protocol? Not going to say anything. 
I don't love Leonard Fournette, to be honest with you. Yeah, he, I think he just runs into people a lot. Yeah. Um, not, it worked out this year. It, or it has worked yeah, out so far. They, They're I still in the playoffs. One of the things that they don't have that Brady's so used to having is a really good pass catching back, and they use Fournette in that, and I don't think that's his fit. Yeah. Um, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn is a rookie over there that they that's just a rookie, right? And LaShawn McCoy yeah. is over the hill. Everyone forgets LaShawn McCoy's in the Bucks. Yeah. Um, both those guys are, are, are one's too young, one's too old. Uh, but they've they've made it work. But Ronald Jones has done a great job for that team. And uh, the other superstar that's going to be fun to watch him against Aaron Jones is Devin White. Yes, zero missed snaps this year. All world second year pro out of LSU, or maybe third year pro, whatever it is. That guy makes plays all over the football field. He's next to Levante David, who is also a stud. They are running. He is ever. I mean, everywhere, uh, and he can cover everybody. He's stuck with Kamara. Undercut a, a route that was probably not a great decision, but it's an athletic interception nonetheless. So, I mean, God, he is he's really good. Oh, yeah. That's the best way to put it. Um, defense is not as great as some people think it is, but better than most people think it is. That's, and, a, that's a good way to put it. And it'll, it'll hold. I mean, it's going to be interesting. We'll talk about I mean, We're going to go into the NFC Championship. We'll go into it now. I mean, yeah, roll right in. We here. already talked about the two great quarterbacks. They're both a little bit different, but they're both all time legends. Probably both by the end of their careers, Brady already there, on Rodgers may have a few more years, arguably top five. It's going to be hard. Brady's yeah. there. It's going to be hard if Rodgers continues. Rodgers needs to win maybe one or two. Yeah, you're probably right there. Yeah. Two or more. One or yeah. two more. Uh, but, but he's a little bit younger. He's only 36, I yeah. think, which in today's NFL is young. Young for a quarterback. Quote, quote, young, yeah. Um, it's a fascinating matchup. Yeah. Do you think he needs an, a Randy Moss type receiver to come – like what as he's getting up there, kind of you know how how Brady did. Obviously, it was thirteen years ago, so he was what thirty three when that happened, or how old is he now? Forty two. Forty two. Ten years ago. Yeah. Maybe uh, it's 10. So he's oh, he was in his twenties, I guess. Okay. Um. So regardless, but did, like, does he need a Moss type guy to like have that? Let's see what he does with an all world player. Well, he's to, got Devontae Adams. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Who, but granted, Devontae Adams. He's not Randy Moss. This year has become an all world yeah. player. Not that he hasn't been good before. He's taken over games this year. Yeah. This is the first year where I can remember that you know it's going to Adams and he got he makes the catch anyway. Yeah. Look, right. The problem is there aren't many Randy Mosses. Yeah. Like right. Like that like legendary type of season. Right. When you Obviously f- didn't end in a world championship for him. Right. But, Still, the regular season they put together. I guess that's kind of what I was getting after. I think what you have to remember, though, is he's going to start to catch some of these records soon, I th- mm-hmm. if we look back. Um, because it's because he's, he's just gobbing on 4,000, 4,000, 4,000 yards yeah, yeah, yeah. and 20, 30 touchdowns. So let's see. And the, uh, the big thing for Rodgers, and one of the reasons they drafted Jordan Love, is his injury concern. Sure. He has been dinged up because he does like to run. I, again, I think it's hard. If, if he wins another one, it's, it's definitely locked in. But he's definitely a top five kind of guy to me. Yeah. When you think about the hierarchy, you think of Joe Montana. I was about to say, who does he, who does he knock Montana, out? Montana, Manning, Brady are all in there. Um, those would probably be my big three when I think of quarterbacks that yeah. pop into my head. I'm not disrespecting anybody when I say that because there's been so many greats. Off but, a fan base. But, like, well, you think about it. Like, <laughs> look, I love Dan Marino, but he didn't win a Super Bowl. And that yeah. is, it has to be, unfortunately. Yeah. When we're in the upper echelon, I mean, he's not a Hall of Famer. When we're in the upper echelon of quarterbacks, yeah. that matters. So um, when you think of Rodgers, he does. He has won Super Bowls. He's won MVPs, and he's he he's uh, he is incredible on the. Every time you see him play, he's one of those guys that just gets it done. Look, look, I like Philip Rivers, and he's he's been a really good quarterback. But other than statistics, he hasn't won anything, and he doesn't always make the wow plays. And it does matter at the very highest level. If you want to be in the Hall of Fame, like you've got to be a guy that. 
not only is solid, but also makes the... We talk about Randy Moss. Randy Moss had so many highlight catches, but he also just caught the five-yard in route, yeah. right? Like, um, that's what made him... He did everything. So, um, yeah, but getting away from it a little bit, I, I just think it's a great quarterback matchup, so it comes down to oh, yeah. what else everybody has. Um, I guess Tampa Bay has more weapons offensively, you could argue, than Green Bay? Yeah. The three they don't wide receivers, the, best, they don't the have two the tight ends. Green Bay has, or Tampa Bay, to the base, battle the base. Yes. Um, Weirdly, because there's yeah, three weird. in West. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but Green... Green Bay has the best of each position. They have the better. They have the best running back. They have the best wide receiver. Yeah. Tampa Bay just has more of them. And that's assuming that that uh, Leonard Fournette plays as well as he did last and week. Antonio Brown plays at all. That's true. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'd probably say the Aaron Jones versus the front seven of the, of the Bucks becomes huge, but probably more so on the other side of Ronald Jones against a Green Bay defense. That did very well in containing a, a, as you mentioned before, a banged up Rams rushing attack yeah. that had been. Derrick Henry, they stopped at the end of the season. Though. That's a good point. That's fair. I, oh, I think two. T- so I, mean, I get that. Probably to me, that's the biggest matchup. Is that well, is how do they, you know, give who's and take covering there? Devontae Adams? That's right. So yeah, on the other side of the ball, point. you've got you've got some really good corners for um, you got Alexander and King on the Green Bay side. You've got a couple. Good safeties, not great, but good safeties there. On Tampa Bay's side, their best is probably the, the rookie Winfield, who is a rookie. Yeah. Who is who is stepping up at corner to slow down Devontae Adams? And I don't see anybody. And you had mentioned some of the deep threats. You mentioned uh uh Valdez Scantley. You've got Alan Lazard. Oh yeah, that's who right. Has who had a great game. We didn't even mention him. And he loves the visual yeah. round. And Brady, I mean uh, Rogers loves Lazard. Yeah, he demanded Lazard get on the field. Um, and they got a few other guys there. But I come down to can they slow down Devontae Adams to allow them to keep guys in the box to slow Aaron Jones and to spy Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, that's a concern for me. But they have a the Tampa Bay does have a really good. Like Nadamnik and Sue has turned into from a pass rusher to a really good def- run def- running defensive tackle. Yeah, and there's a few other guys there. Um, they have. I mean, if Shaq Barrett can sh- show any of the form he did last year, uh, and Jason Pierre-Paul, we know he can play at least a little bit. So it's a couple good chess pieces. Uh, but my question again: Can they stop Devontae Adams, or do they have to? Do they have to move so many resources to that side of the field that it becomes a problem everywhere else? And that's what Rodgers will get yet. Yeah, that's a really good point. I do you want to jump to picks, or you do you have any other thoughts? Last thing I thought was really fascinating. I'm going to watch it. It's just like a fun fact. Yeah, seventy one percent of Green Bay's offensive plays this year featured a player in motion. I have noticed that. Yeah, it's a lot. And, and I you actually saw it last week. Jalen Ramsey really pissed that no one else was really catching it. And it's a huge communication issue for the yeah. defense because either the defender has to stay with the guy and get through, get through the, the, the wash, yeah. uh, which is why some, some like, why is that guy so wide open? Well, look what happened. The corner has to either go all the way around it or maybe get through it or just smoke some. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that comes from McVay, the guy they just played against. Because remember, yeah. the jet sweeps the move, but I want to well, watch. Well, the a McVay guy, right? Yeah and, yeah, and move, I believe, if my memory serves me correct, the man in motion can't be jammed. I'm 95% sure that's the rule. You'd know that better than I would. So I'm 95% sure. Oh, you only have one guy motion to snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that one player, the, the defender cannot bump and run him at the line. It's a great way to get smaller speed receivers available yeah. because they can't come up. They can just they get free releases. Um, 
But anyway, we'll see. It's a fascinating chess match on both sides of the ball. Um, it'll be interesting to see how both teams play. It's going to be up in the frozen tundra, which doesn't hurt Brady, but could hurt some Buccaneers who aren't used to playing up there as much. Yeah, I, I, it's three points for Green Bay. I think Green Bay's going to win, and I think it's, I would love this to be as good of a game or see the late game theatrics that we saw last week. I think this may turn into a second half runaway from the Packers. Uh, how this may really? go? And, uh, okay. What I don't know. I feel, go ahead. Yeah, I, I felt this way last week. I thought Drew Brees was going to figure it out. Aaron Rodgers is much better than Drew Brees has been. And I, you mentioned a lot of things with Devontae Adams. I just think whether it is one or the other that he has a dominant game or he opens it up for a Lazard or a Valdez Scantling, which I don't think the latter is going to happen. I think Lazard might be the, the ultimate X factor along with Aaron Jones. Um, I just think that's a big part. The Green Bay defense scares me. So I think that's why this is staying at three points. I think a lot of people don't want Tom Brady to get to the Super Bowl from the other side of it, particularly a lot of people in Western New York. That meme has been going all over the internet since the Bills won. Um, that would be... Oh, yeah, that, that meme That's would be... That's a great storyline. That meme... He shuts him down again. Imagine oh. being someone our... Probably our age, we're kind of bleeding over in the AFC, but probably someone maybe five years older than us. You're a little kid. You go to the Super Bowl four times, don't win... They make a 30 for 30 about it. Then you have to face Tom Brady for 20 years. He finally leaves. You finally win a, two playoff games. Go to the Super Bowl and shit. There he but, is. I don't know. You, you're picking Brady. I'm so picking t- Brady. tell me about it. Um, there's, I do believe in like, I don't know, fate or destiny. I think that happens. Um, Brady is sticking it to the Patriots. It really and mostly is. Bill Belichick and it looks bad. Even though there's no real ill will in my opinion there. He's the guy that's always played with the chip on his shoulder, and the chip is I can't. Can't would people talk? Yeah, he was a system guy. He was I a mean, Belichick guy. Like, people thought he was a system. Anyway, I can't. I can't with that argument. Um, I like their weapons. I think they're playing de- a little with a little bit of destiny. I also think the Packers have played too well. Like they're in for a dud game, oh. and I haven't seen one in a while. Interesting. And I think the way they just beat that's the Rams, interesting take. And I, I think sometimes that is an interesting take. When you think about think about the Steelers rolling to eleven and zero. Yeah, and then they had one thing go wrong, one game loss, and they kind of snowball. And I know Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, so you think relax. Yeah, but he's not. He's not as fucked up as they're as just Ben yeah, Roethlisberger. But they really was. haven't had to like lately. They because they, they already kind of had their stuff in the bag. They haven't really had to throw. They haven't had the, there's the shootouts. Yeah, Just it's, a, me. it's the, the Ravens argument that was, yes. let's make Lamar have to catch up. And obviously, a lot of different things happen. We'll oh, talk about that in a minute. There, yeah. But um, that's an interesting that's an interesting I, way to spin I think this. it's close, yeah. but I think Brady gets it done in the end. Wow, okay. So, And I think you set up with the first ever home Super Bowl. Yes, it would be. Of course, it would be during COVID, but it's Tampa and Florida State fans. But still not the same experience, which is kind of weird. But yep, so that is, that is actually funny. Super the first Bowl. home Super Bowl is well, the COVID, COVID year, year which would be where they hysterical. get some. They have some fan. Yep. Or although I know the Lightning took away their fans, the Buccaneers still had fans. Or I guess I it, we have. They did last time I saw a game there. Or yeah, I guess the last time they had a game there was in 2020. Yeah, unless they had a home game in Week 17, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, for those that don't know, the, the hockey team, the Tampa Bay Lightning, they were going to have fans. I don't know if the Raptors are or not who are playing in Tampa Bay. Uh, the same arena as the the Lightning, but the Lightning were gonna have they were, yeah, and they put a fucking banner up in Tampa Bay, and the stupid thing was they raised this, not the time in a football podcast, but just quick rant. Yeah. They raised the Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Cup banner, and right there, and I'm still triggered because of the Sixers and the four bounces. 
is the Toronto Raptors 2019 banner. It's fucking stupid. But um, yeah, that that is act- that's a very interesting storyline to see how it all goes. Um, but we mentioned a little bit the AFC. We bled into it a little bit. Saturday night game, the Bills got it done. Lamar Jackson gets hurt. Bills fans, the ultimate fan gesture, donating a good amount of money. I forgot what the total number was. Great to Lamar's favorite charity in Louisville, which you may remember that's where he went to college. And is he from there too? I don't think so. Yeah, I didn't think so either. But maybe it was a it was a charity charity in Louisville. Um, Matt, I mean, I thought the Bills were going to win, and I I wish that this would have been a closer game. Obviously, there was uh, you know a lot of external options in play here. But even before Jackson got hurt, there was the pick six. There was some solid play out of the Bills' defense, which you were worried about. Um, I hope, because I'd love to see a great game, although my confidence isn't high that they could upset the, the Chiefs, I hope they didn't play their best game a week too early. Am I wrong in thinking ah, that? Similar to the conversation we're kind of having about the, the pack. I, I mean more I mean more the defense. Here. I think the offense yeah. can still get it done. But I'm worried about the, the Bills' defense. And how well they played. Because they looked excellent. Yeah. And they had looked excellent. They knew... They're a very smart defense. They are. Very well and coached. They, we very well coached. Dermott's a yeah. great coach. And they have some pieces. I think one of the things we were talking about, we talked about some problems with gap discipline, but they have some really good pieces on that defense. Um, Lamar born in Florida. Yeah. By the way. Okay. I watched the first drive. I picked the Ravens. I watched the first drive of that game. And I thought, there's no way the Bills are even in this game. Yeah. They look good. Like the Ravens rushed for 200 yards a game, and they were basically carving that Bills defense up on the first drive. Then Tucker misses the field goal, if I remember serves me correct. Correct. And then I, I had to go do something in like like in life, and I left. And I came back, and I'm like, wait, they what? They have three points? Yeah. Um, part of that to me is a fundamental issue that the Ravens offense has. They they don't throw the ball well. Period. They might need some receiver help, but at the end of the day, Lamar needs to be better at throwing the football. In the playoffs, teams are going to... Bills finally just basically said, screw it. Beat us with your arm. Yeah. And he couldn't do it. No. But, the, I mean, that's a... To me, the Ravens have a problem there, and I don't know... I mean, you watch some of these awesome-looking formations, but when you have a fullback and a tight end in the backfield next to a running back and a quarterback... You're going to struggle to throw the ball successfully out of that formation. If you didn't, every team would do it. Yeah. But you, fullbacks are not pass catchers for the most part, unless you have Kyle Juszczyk, and, you know, for the with 49ers. And and even Mark Andrews. Andrews is a great tight end, but he's not a speed tight end. No. So, again. No, he's a five and in guy. Yeah. I think they're still, they're, this is still a very good Ravens team. Yeah. That struggled through the year and didn't give, give themselves many breaks. They had to play through the end. And they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. But. I don't know what the answer is in the offensive side of the ball. They need to fix something. Yeah, they need they need Hollywood Brown to figure out his catching. They need another guy to compliment him. Well, you need you need yeah. he clearly is the Valdez Scantling. He's not a number one. Receiver. He's not a number one receiver. They he's need a, a guy. He's a little, very very uh, Deshaun Jackson like in terms yeah. of he get can stretch the He gets field. open. He's and passes I, and all get up. Deshaun is a guy that I have a lot of respect for. They, and I love, but, but they Deshaun need a, needs they need a number yeah. one. They need a tall guy, a Justin Jefferson type player. Can just get it done. I mean, obviously, tell you the just, guy if they could afford him, Allen Robinson. It's a very good point, Kenny Galladay. But I think Robinson would fit better the veteran presence. Yeah. We know you'll get balls, kind of thing. So they announced a couple of waivers today. One of which being Mark Ingram. Very shocking, shocking. A little shocked to see that he's definitely going to fall on his feet somewhere. I mean, he'd be a guy I'd love to see on the Eagles. Not to turn this into an Eagles conversation, but 
Love to see him there. Always liked him since college. Clearly, you know, kind of has always... He was with the Saints for a little bit. Never totally got it going there. He got it going last year in 2019 with the Saints. But, you know, I'd be, I'd be interested to see what happens with that of how that team gets built going out of this. Because obviously Lamar is... You're building around him and, and you're right. You, you do need to set him. him up. You have to sign him. Is he a free agent? Uh, I think he's his fifth-year option or four... No. No, you got no, drafted no, no. in 2018. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. They have, but they're going to make a decision on his option uh, soon. okay. I think it's this year they have to do it, and they what you could do is what the Eagles and Jeremy oh, sign him early to, because you low because it lowers cap space. Yeah, and then you yeah, can say, yeah. hey, look, we're giving you good faith. Um, the other thing too, and I and look, I will beat this to a dead horse until he gets hurt because we saw it with Cam Newton, we saw it with Ky, uh, um, Kyler Murray, who I know is just different, Kyrie Irving. yeah, because a different <laughs> player. Um, I don't think Kyrie Irving holds up very well either, but um, Lamar is young, yeah, and he's athletic. The track record proves that you cannot continue to take hits like he takes them. No. You're running power eyes. You mentioned a quarterback that... Cam Newton can't throw a football. Well, you mentioned another, a, a... Kyler Murray is struggling. A, a different one. You mentioned Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so you look at all look these what guys. what happened this year. Yep. He kept getting hurt. And 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 you got to be able Not to Not that stay. they're on different levels. No, no, no. But, Lamar, but, but the one thing, too, is when you Lamar's think, been much better than Carson Wentz has ever been in the uh, NFL. Uh, I, well, for that MVP season, Carson was pretty damn good. I but, guess so, but Lamar, okay. like Lamar's game changing, game break. Like, does he have a ring? Lamar have a ring? Carson does. <laughs> well, I would maybe can. Okay. Look again. I just my concern is, and, and I think we, I think we, we, we have to be Russell. Wilson. By game breaking, I, was, I want to make an NFL street reference. I got you. Lamar would have been ultimate game breaker. That's all I wanted to say. Uh, no, the Russell Wilson comparison is good, but we also saw to your point about contracts. What happened with Seattle for the first couple of years after Russell got an extension? Yeah, and you start to lose Russell, all the wow. yeah, you start, yeah to, you start to lose all the talented players, players that you have. Well, think about it. So we talk. It's always sexy to talk about offense, but the Ravens do have a great defense. Mm-hmm. They've got some very challenging decisions to make. They're a proud defensive organization. Oh, they are. Well, hey, look, them and the Steelers, bang bang, all the time, and even the Bengals, by the way, have had a hard hitting defense. Yeah, the NFC, NFC North. North is a dangerous place to play yeah. football. Cleveland obviously has a great defense. We're going to talk about them yeah. in a second, but. When you look at the, the Ravens, they've got four outside linebackers. Uh, Ngakwe, who they brought over for the third-round pick. If yeah. I said his last name correctly, I might have pulled him. You did say it Okay, right. gotcha. No, you didn't Matt pull Judon, me. who's a better overall player. Just like Dick. Um, Ty, uh, uh, Ty, Ty Bowser, who's a good-looking player, and one other guy. But all four of their four outside linebackers are all free agents. They're going to have to make a decision there. They might only be able to bring back one. Yeah. Maybe two. It's probably not going to be the, the big two. But um, Ngakwe only played 20 snaps. So they okay. clearly... So that, now they've got some good corners that are signed. Calais Campbell's a year older, though. So he's a problem. So they, they have a lot of work to do in the defense to kind of reimagine it because they're aging and they're expensive. Yeah. And you have to afford Lamar Jackson. And you're going to have to pay some guys in the offensive line. Oh, and by the way, you're trying to find a number one receiver that if you want to sign him, is probably going to cost $20 million a year. If Jesus. you want Kenny Galladay or Allen Robinson, maybe Juju's not the right fit for them in my mind, but he's another free agent on the market. You're, there's, it's a really good free agent crop for wide receivers. You're going to have to pay 15 to 20 million a year for the top couple dogs. Jeez. You're going to pay for Kenny Galladay's potential, and you're going to pay for Allen Robinson's production. They probably deserve it, but a team's going to give it to them. That's the other thing you got to think about. The team's just going to say, you know what? The Jets are going to say we need Kenny Galladay to pair up with Justin Fields, whatever it takes to get him in the door. The Ravens are going to get outbid, so yeah. it's going to be a challenge if they want to go that route. And if they're going to go in free, if they're going to go in the draft. You're probably looking at like a Rashard Bateman from from Minnesota. I'm throwing some names up, but you're not you're not talking about the big three, if you will, in, in Jamar Chase and Waddle and Smith from 
Alabama. You're talking about a back end, but Justin Jefferson's pretty good, right? Yeah. That's what we should have anyway. Um, so, a lot of question marks for the wrong. Ravens. A lot of talent on the roster, but yeah. a lot of question marks going into this offseason in a NFC North that appears to be if you're shifting. If your worst team is Joe Burrow led Bengals, and and your the team that's sliding is the Ben Roethlisberger Steelers, who have a great defense and a ton of talent, that's a tough division yeah. to be in. So yeah, very Bengals are what they're fifth, so they're probably they're slotted in for probably an offensive lineman. Are they f- they're tied with the Eagles, right? They're, they were four yeah, eleven and one. Yeah, I think they're fifth. They fifth or fourth. Eagles are sixth, and they had the same they had the same record. Yeah. So they're, uh, my point being, they're slotted in for probably a... a well, well, we can talk draft at the very end of this because we're going to bring it up a lot and we'll have to have yeah, you out. Yeah. Hopefully, by the way, they're fifth on the right, on yeah. the new Dealfield Manor patio facility to do, oh, a little, to do a little mock draft with your boy oh. here. Um, but I feel like we just Driving harped... range coming soon. I don't know. Hey, <laughs> careful. We, so I feel like we harped on the Ravens, but you had mentioned that the Bills played their best game. And I think you're specifically speaking about defense. D- defensively, this was not their best offensive game. Yeah. But the Ravens can do that to you because they yeah. have a great secondary that takes away. Yeah, we, we spent all this time talking on the Ravens. Right. Let's talk about the Bills. I mean, the winners bummed, not bummed. That's the last game in Buffalo. I'm, you know, obviously I'm happy to see that Patrick Mahomes is practicing. It would have been cool to have them host one final game, and if they won in front of their home crowd, oh, yeah. but plenty of opportunities in the future for them to do that. They in should Western be back. New York. Right. I think. I mean, I think a couple things with the Bills defensively. Uh, you know, Tredavious White shut, shut down corner. Um, Milano in the middle, great linebacker. Okay. Edmonds is a young linebacker for them, speedster guy, still learning the position. Sometimes, sometimes linebackers can play too fast. So I think, but I think he gets better, and he does make some really nice plays. Secondary wise, they've got some really good safeties up there too. So they have a really good defense, and they did play really well um, in this game. And I think so. I, I like that. I like what I saw. The question is. So, so can they change gears from a run-heavy attack they just defended to most, hopefully, for the sake of football, the arguably best quarterback in the NFL, arguably. I know Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen are also in the playoffs, and Tom Brady. We really, to me, got the four best quarterbacks this year, you could argue, are all in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Which is pretty cool to think it's about. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty rare. I mean, even the final eight, you know... The- you got a if your worst solid quarterback crop. was either Baker Mayfield or or Drew Brees, Jared Goff, Drew Brees with the ribs falling, yeah, or right. Jared Goff with, with the hanging thumb. thumb, or even Baker Mayfield with without Odell. Uh, but yeah. again, I mean, we're talking about just just in the nucleus. That's pretty good. It's pretty awesome. Normally, there's one or two that you're like, how the heck? Like if if Washington yeah, had won, yeah, like yeah how exactly. Yeah, there's Smith always is, an upset, yeah, right? Or, or t- not t- to get, Anakin, obviously yeah. the the Titans went to the AFC Championship game, but like Ryan Tannehill. The tr- the not the tradition the 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 narrative he's carried and obviously he's shaking a little bit getting away from Adam Gase um, like last the, I'm just using last year as an example or I don't want to say 2018 Nick Foles because he de- he played decently well against the Bears and then okay obviously the ball threw Alshon's hands um, but. There's, you're right. There's always one that, yeah. that hangs out there that you're kind of and you could argue oh, that maybe it was this. Baker. Yeah. Because Breeze got the pedigree. You want to see Breeze. Yeah, Breeze. Breeze, if he doesn't throw the interceptions, I mean, I think he had more yards than Tom Brady. Oh, he made a lot of good decisions. Tom Brady was just efficient. Yeah. He was just that good. And we're going back onto the NFC. No, that's fine. But the Bills, to kind of wrap things up with them, offensively, that's a really good point on the defense, what they look at. By the way, and watch Jordan uh, Poyer 
and Micah Hyde, the two safeties for the Bills. They're excellent Bills safeties, very intelligent. They need a huge game this weekend against Tyreek Hill gonna, and Kelsey. Yeah, gun. So, yeah no, I jumped no, the no, gun there. I'm jumping the gun. No, no, no. Yeah. I was going to say, there's something that... And it's a point on the Bills, so I can make it here. There's a point of... To use a topic from last week, the linebackers that Ohio State called on to try to defend various Alabama wide receivers. Something that, that kind of sticks out that way, and I know I'm simplifying it there, but something like that sticks out. I know they have the, the, the safeties to do it, but if they get a little overzealous... Tyreek Hill can burn you. Yes, all right. Um, but offensively, let's jump on them quick. Josh Allen managed the game really well. He did he not his best game? But the Ravens, but the Ravens were going to take a lot of wet away from they the were. Bills and because I think of they their still, great deep pass defense. And I still think they did a great job with yeah. it. Cole Beasley looked good. I know he's been banged up a little he's bit. So, so important he's for them. So huge. Underratedly, does I mean Peter King? We we're talking about him before he jumped yeah, on the yeah. podcast. But he's a great writer for Monday's Monday Morning Quarterback. Is he just independent now? No, I think he no. He's with um, I think it might be with NBC Sports. Oh, interesting. I don't I've double checked that, but but he actually voted Cole Beasley first team All Pro wide receiver because he votes for if he's if he was creating an offense and he goes Cole Beasley is the best slot receiver in football. That's that's where he get that's where he votes. Now, I don't know. I totally agree with his logic, but I you can you can argue that from a slot receiver specifically, yeah. Cole Beasley is the best. Very much, we talk about like the Patriot slot, right? Julian Edelman and Wes Welker. Very, very much in that that breed. Yes, he was that way with the Cowboys too. Exactly, exactly, and and that's why that's why he got the that's why he got a pretty decent deal from the Bills yeah. because, um, but yeah, and and Stephon Diggs doing Stephon Diggs things, I'm consistent consistently impressed with him. Great route runner. I mean, just just phenomenal. Um, but their problem is. The defense knows that Devin Singletary isn't going to be good enough on the ground, and they miss Zach Moss a little bit. Um, he's going to have to come through for them because they're going to need him. Yeah. They're going to need a running game a little bit um, because that, that's what you saw the Ravens take away. Yeah, hand just, up. Yeah. I was very confident that Devin Singletary was going to have a game. They're going to figure out a way to to make him be relevant because I think they maybe he stepped up because he knew he had to or. They figure out a way to use all the different pieces they had. Yeah. Uh, no, he's a huge key to this, and this isn't the the Chiefs defense from a couple years ago where you know teams like you know smart teams exploited some of the holes in their defense. Their defense has only gotten better and better and better, and that's you know good drafting, good free agent pickups, and, and all that sort of stuff. I mean, Andy Reid, you know, all time right there, and, and obviously we're gonna jump into them in a minute. We, we haven't even talked about the second game. I know. We're, we're getting there. Look, the look, championship game. The, we don't, look, we, this, we're going deep because we can. There's, not, yeah. there's nothing else. There's not yeah, the other game. Yeah, that's a good point. There's right. nothing to talk about. Um, I mean, we can talk about how the there's no combine. We can. We, you want to hear right. that? Uh, C-Block, the 45 minutes. We're talking about no combine here on, <laughs> on the Geico Subway Super Show. Sorry, that was my mic and mic voice. Um, and I know they're not a thing anymore. So nobody tweet at me. Nobody does. I don't know why I'm saying that. But say anyway. Yeah, no, I, I think, though, still talking about the Bills' offense, if Singletary has to have a big game, which I don't think he does. I just think that defense takes away too much from it. They're probably going to try to force Allen, and I think this is something against him, as positive as I have been this entire year about Josh Allen. They're going to try to make him force passes into either Beasley or Diggs. And Diggs, obviously, both have very, you know, they're good pass catchers, yeah. they're good route runners. But if they figure out how to key in on it, 
Andy Reid knows how to drop a good nickel defense. You know, this is something that he did, especially towards the end of his time at the Eagles. It's only gotten better as the spread offense has become more and more prevalent in the NFL. Certainly throughout his time in Kansas City, it's been great. I don't know. I feel like you, you take away a lot there. And, and I know they have other guys that could probably get involved in this game. But I think Josh Allen has to, and he can, because he has an arm that can do it, but he has to he has to be very smart throughout that game. Whereas going over to the Kansas City-Cleveland game, and we'll talk about the Browns first, but Patrick Mahomes, he has enough weapons, we mentioned with the defense, and he has enough talent to get it done. But let's talk about the Browns first. Because yes. obviously, you know, game goes, Patrick Mahomes gets banged up. We think it might be a concussion. It turns out to be a combination of turf toe and some form of a leg injury, ankle thing. But he's should be practicing Wednesday, recording this Tuesday night. And he should be playing in this game. Wait, Mahomes? Mahomes. Well, he's in concussion protocol. Is it, it was a concussion? It was a concussion. Okay. Yep. I, I, thought, way, I thought somebody oh, said it, was, it wasn't a concussion. Up. No, it's he's in concussion protocol. Oh, okay. Made some good steps today. Yeah. But 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 technically he's not out of the woods there yet. Oh. Um, somebody said it was they said it was there, a concussion, I, then they said it wasn't. I, I've been, I'm been, confused. There's, there, there was this been is a dumb couple, guy no, no, That's stuff. right. Okay. I, there's been a couple reports on it. Yeah. But he probably also does have all those injuries because we're in we're in January. They've been getting lit up. Oh yeah. Um so he does have a concussion. He has to get through protocol. Uh are you? Let me ask you though. If you're a Browns fan, are you disappointed? No, not at all. Not at all. You're disappointed because Mahomes got hurt. You still lost. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Yeah, I mean, but again, we mentioned Andy Reid. That's just Andy Reid knowing his guys, trusting in his guys to do that. And if you're the Browns, you didn't have Odell, and you could argue that helped to open up the offense a little bit because it didn't. Yeah. Need, it didn't need to, the, the offense offensive didn't line injuries, which really hurt them. Yeah, the offensive, offensive line injuries. Offensive line them, was, was banged up throughout the year. Well, Jack Conklin, their big free agent. Conklin right came tackle. back though. Yeah, but he but yeah, he, he was, was he 100 percent though. No, no, I mean, no, right. no, that's a fair point. And they have a great offensive line. They have a great offensive period. line. You know, it's not a it's not a this guy missed the whole year. I'm not saying I'm not saying that you shouldn't be upset that oh we had injuries, but no. To answer your question, you shouldn't be upset at all. You beat. A division rival in the playoffs when everybody thought you had zero chance because your coach had COVID. You had this incredible season where after years and years and years of people saying, is this finally when the Browns get it done? Colin Cowherd and his disciples all saying, this is the best roster in football. And then they go five and nine. Or that doesn't make sense. Five and 11. Yes, that's 16 games. And, and finally, you know, they finally make the playoffs. Then they win a game and they prove all the haters wrong. You can't be upset with that, right? You're, you, everything's you're going in the right direction. Nick Chubb, certified superstar, right? Although is he a free agent? No, but I think he. I thought he tailed off a little. Is he bit. RFA? No, I think he's no. just. I think he's. I think it's only. I think he's going into his fourth year. Okay, I'm trying to remember if he's seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, but but the way I look at it is, they had a gr- good stepping stone forward. Did a lot of really good things. Had a couple unfortunate injuries. You think of them. Playoff positioning. Denzel Ward came back. Everyone's arguing about the the Browns secondary struggling, but they have Denzel Ward and and young Greedy Williams. Second year player of LSU was hurt yeah. all year. They they put capital into the secondary. Yeah. They just had some injury issues. I think Grant Delpit, the former LSU safety, people thought would be really good, was injured all year. I mean, they've got some guys in the defensive side that were out. Um, but you're gonna spend this all, and you got Miles Garrett, who is a certified certified superstar in the defensive oh, yeah. end, one of the best, if not the best, pass he was, rusher in football. He's been a humongous difference maker throughout this. And so they'll be back. His many seasons in the NFL. Yeah, they will certainly be back. I, I mean, you 
Questions are still them out on Baker, the, but... Them versus the Ravens, that's an interesting question for next year. They have, they not, have to, a not to write table. off the Steelers. No, no, I, I know. Steelers, I'm not going to write the Steelers because they're... But, but well, Big Ben is a $41 million cap hit. Yeah. Juju's a free agent. They're right. They can't run the ball. They're offensive. Anyway, we're yeah. not... It's they, not a Steelers Free spot. agency spot. Free agency yeah. spot. Um, I felt they, they did a lot of good things. They came up a little bit short. You would have liked to see them do something when, when they stopped Chad Henning on the third and whatever. And, and, and but um, but Chad Henney's from Michigan. Wild Missing. Oh, really? I yeah, didn't know that. Pennsylvania man. I didn't know that at all. Cool. Yeah. Um, Went to Wilson High School. Yeah. But, Those that don't know, up up near the Reading, Lehigh Valley area. Yeah. The Chiefs are still, without Mahomes, a good team. Yeah. Not a great team. Not a Super Bowl contender, but they've got a lot of talent. Travis Kelsey. I can't say enough positive things. Yeah, he's incredible. He just makes people disappear yeah. and he's a tight end yeah. um, Tyreek Hill and by the way what, what I love about what they've done they've got a couple unnamed receivers yeah. Demarcus Robinson I believe is one if I said his name correctly right now his last name is Robinson I think it's Demarcus they have, they have multiple D Robinsons Pr- uh, Pringle they've got oh, yeah, Pringle. speed all over the, the offensive uh, out the, the wide receiver well they do that with, with the running backs too of, yeah. obviously they picked up Le'Veon Bell and he's been kind of this mystery man throughout the season man I was the next point I was going to make is they need to hope Clyde Edwards Hilaire can be back. Yeah, can win back, yeah. Because Daryl Williams, I'm going to double check. I think he outtouched Le'Veon Bell. And I'm going to double check that because that's, that's fine, a, though. He was good in the Super Bowl run uh, last yeah, year. Le'Veon Bell. If I'm a Chiefs fan, what I'm fine happened? with that. The, look, I hate yeah. to say it. I beat it like a dead horse. This is why you don't sign running backs yeah. to second contracts. They cannot, they're not as good as they were. Yeah, it's okay. Um, and you have good guys. Right, because Le'Veon is a shell of, yeah. of the super legitimate Although number one overall. Although you heard his name back. a couple times in some big plays. You did, but 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 I, I thought with what's his name being out, that with, with Clyde edwards Hall yeah, being he, out. Yeah, maybe he's the big guy. That he would, that, but he wasn't even in late. Now part of that, you got to teach guys pass protection and yeah, pass yeah, plays. Yeah. And, but Darren Williams deserves an opportunity, man. He, he looks, he's a thumper to an extent, but he also yeah. has... A little quicker than I thought, so um, yeah. What did you find? I'm still looking it up. It oh, okay. I thought, I thought you were saying yeah to, um, to confirm your point. No, 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 no. no. I, well, I, while you're looking it up, go ahead. can we talk about the broadcast? The amount of yelling for both Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Romo was excited. Romo Although, was going off the chain. Romo got it wrong. On the big fourth oh, down pass. Oh, yeah, you're right, pass, he did. You're he right, said, he did. And then he was he thought he had it. He said, they're not going for it here. Yeah. They're not going for it. And then they went for it, and he was like, oh, my God. Well, no, and he thought it was a first down. He was convinced. He was like, this is a terrible spot! Yeah. He's screaming into his microphone. But And then and then they, they show it, and they had to bring in the, the CBS ooh, Mike Pereira. I got bad news for you. Okay. Unless this is glitching, it wasn't close. To where? Darrell Williams had 13 carries for 78 yards. Okay. Le'Veon Bell had two carries for six yards and zero catches. Maybe I was just paying the attention to one of those two carries. It's probably because you hear his name because yeah. he's Le'Veon Bell, but he is totally... He had less carries than Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Well, the and Mahomes one makes I know sense. Mahomes because he I mean, scrambles. Obviously, Henny too. Henny with a big Henny scramble. Henny had two for 12. We just mentioned the screaming. Yeah. Chad Henny. I mean, the play of the century to fucking um, save them. Yeah. Oh, when I was talking about speed receivers, by the way, forgot about Michael Hardman. That's yeah. my bad, George. Huge Boy. game. Big, yeah. Huge game. Had a couple week. really key, had 42-yard pass at one point. So anyway, I, I'm amazing when you think about, oh my God, they saw, everyone was like, they saw Le'Veon Bell. How amazing is this? And yet, 
He had two carries and two. Do touches. we deserve credit for not being that impressed of them signing him? Yeah, we do. I look. I really you I deserve was, it. I just, I was on the I was on the Steelers side yes when they didn't. I'm sign, your yes man. I was on the Steelers side where they didn't sign him. <laughs> so I'm I, all the way. Um, and by the way, the more There's I watch, member of this household that was not on your side about right. that. I when I Tyron Matthew is so impressive. Um, watch him on every play out there on the defensive side. He is a, he just flies. Do they sign the him or do, do they sign him in free agency? Wow, Arizona just Arizona. Let him no, walk. remember, no, no, Arizona let him walk. He signed with the Texans. I don't know if he got cut, but then he's then he signed back with the the Chiefs. Wow, I didn't even know about the Houston. Yeah. I knew obviously the I'm gonna shit at LSU. Check. I'm gonna chip triple check. He was like taking like and then, and meth, then, right? And then he got then Patrick Peterson vouched for him. There's yeah. a guy you could find on your team, maybe an Eagle. That'd be fun. I mean, they need a lot of secondary. It's, it's easy for me to say. So I know. So any other Chiefs points? I mean, obviously we've we've stroked them off a good amount. Their defense, I think the defense does what needs to. Yeah, do. it does what they need to needs to be done. Um, let's start there then with the AFC Championship game. Chiefs defense against this Bills offense. They get what they need to be done. I mentioned it before. With the Bills offense. I worry that they're going to key in on forcing Josh Allen to try to thread some needles that are a little too small. you know. The, and I don't know if that... And I feel like that's going to be the downfall. Obviously, they have to take away the running game first and foremost, which will be very easy to do. But, you know, I feel like that's what they're going to they're gonna do and that's how they're going to have their way with the Bills. They can try to go over the top and see how the Bills can and see, see what happens there. But I feel like the Bills got to take care of the football. They got to drain the clock and they can't let this thing turn into an absolute track meet because they're not going to win if that's what it is. They're going to lose by 14 points. I would agree that, to, I mean, I, I, the Bills have been rolling, but yeah. this is playoff football. Yeah. Mahomes has been here. Like, I'd love to see the Bills make the Super Bowl. And I, like, and I'm picking, I made a fucking point to say the, oh, the teams of the buzz is still love the tradition. And I'm not trying to go with the chalk, but I, it's just hard to pick against the Chiefs at home. Not even they had the fans all year, but it's them at home. I know they're a three-point favorite. And I know I'm jumping ahead to the picks, but it's no, just it's hard fine. to think that if this this over-under line is at 53.5, it's hard to think that that game, if, that, if it's that high scoring, it's hard to think that the Bills keep up with them unless it turns into that Rams-Chiefs game we alluded to before from three years ago. Two years ago, three two years ago, because three years. years ago Mahomes was, was right. just Alex Smith's backup. Somehow, Patrick Mahomes and I love Alex Smith. It was just anyway, it's amazing. He was not the first overall pick. Yeah, you watch him on the football field and you go, "How did we miss this guy?" I mean, he's the third one off the board. I was looking at the 2017 draft because I'm currently looking into the the various ripple effects of what the Eagles sent to Cleveland and what the the Eagles got from Cleveland and the Carson Wentz deal. Um, Stay tuned on that. Hint, hint. But the just looking at that 2017 draft, because that's where a lot of Cleveland did some of its real damage. But just looking at that, the bear, the Bears trading up, and I've mentioned it before, the collective, oh, yeah, on the on the Ben Franklin Parkway when we're watching that. Then the Browns trade out of the spot for the Texans to swoop in and select Deshaun Watson. I almost said Deshaun Mahomes, which is close to. Never mind, that's a Sixers player. Former Sixers player. Um, but they do that, and the Browns trading out of it. So that's that's what made me think of this. 
And then Mahomes goes 10th. The Chiefs traded up to get him. Yeah, they did. And the place is going nuts. People being like, this dude from Texas Tech? Like this high-flying offense with this jacked coach who's now still who's now in the desert. Yes, he is. Like, it was wishing, just basically like... Probably wishing he had, he had just, uh, you know, gone... Yeah, yeah anyway. It's, it's nuts to look at there. I mean, look at the first two guys ahead of that. Obviously, Deshaun Watson... Still a solid player. We can talk about right. his whole thing and maybe look at the the odds of the teams that he might go to. But the it's nuts. The whole There's all the redrafts of basketball and how, how would you redo drafts there because those are fun because there's five dudes in the top seven and it was like, throw them out of there. But this is just nuts to look at. Um, but we're you know getting back on topic of this game. I don't know. It's just hard to think because... Both quarterbacks can really run. The Bills probably can try to contain Mahomes, but when you try to contain Mahomes, he does some some sidearm left or a left-handed sling and finds a guy that just is on the other side of the field wide open. Whereas Josh Allen has shown that he can do that sort of stuff, but not to the level Mahomes has. He's never thrown a left-handed pass. He hasn't done the no-look throw and all that stuff underhand submarine stuff he can scramble and maybe he gets some yards there and maybe extends out of first down but again that means that this game is going to be a lot low scoring and the bills win a 24 17 24 20 type of game which isn't the over that's four that's 44 points there it's hard for me to think and we're not even looking on the other sides of the defenses because i think they're both serviceable I was I do fear Buffalo might have played too well too early. They peaked a little early defensively, especially against a, a good KC team. That Ohio State point of if they bite too quickly, because again, Patrick Mahomes is crafty enough to do that, to trick you. I don't know. It's, it's hard to really see Kansas City not win this. That if they're going to win, they're not going to win it by less than a touchdown. Does Kansas City have like a chip on it? Sounds so weird, right? Defending champions. Yeah. Number one overall seed. Relatively it's, great. It's like, not like another team from Kansas City who, granted, lost the year before and then goes on to win the 2015 Royals. Yeah. Who everybody said that 14 year, kind of going back to shitty quarterbacks, everybody was like, oh, that, four, that Royals team last year was a fluke. They're not going to do it. And they literally fought their way back to the World Series. If you remember the 2015 baseball season. Yeah. Udano Ventura, who then tragically dies in a car accident. Fought every fucking team that he went out against. This Kansas City team obviously won, but like even from two years ago to last year, it never seemed like they needed to play with a chip on their shoulder. Despite the fact that you know if if um, D Ford doesn't go off sides, you know that they may may have been in the Super Bowl two years ago against against the Rams and how crazy that could have been and that what that Super Bowl was. I don't know. It, it is something where. Last year it was just proving, hey, this it wasn't even proving, hey, this isn't a fluke. This is a we have unfinished business. It's a 2014 San Antonio Spurs type of thing. This I can't even think of a team outside, and I don't. I'm not going to try to go into the the royal airness of certain basketball teams from the 1990s, but like of just continuing to roll with the same dudes and we're running it back. And I don't know. It, it kind of feels something like that with a guy who's in his first three years, putting up God-level numbers of, you know, you have guys saying he's going to be one of the goats and all that sort of stuff. sort of stuff. And I don't know. I, I don't want to just go right into the chalk, but it's 
really hard to see the opposite side of it. I beginning of the year, I, I believe, if I, I have to think back, but I believe I thought the Chiefs would win it again, and I have no reason to doubt it. Um, yeah. I, tell me how they got worse. They don't have Damian Williams, their running back. Yeah. They're missing an offensive lineman because of COVID. He's been out all year. Uh, but uh, Tyreek Hill and, and Travis Kelsey are arguably the best two pass catchers in football. Michael Hardman hasn't peaked back to oh where he God, was he before. Speed all over the field. Yeah. Hardman, Robinson. I did look it up. It is Demarcus Pringle. Speed, 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 speed. Sammy Watkins, by the way, who, when he plays, he doesn't necessarily produce stats. They score way more with him on the field. Yeah. Um, defense is fast, has playmakers, good defensive line with Frank Clark and Chris Jones. Again, this is the team to beat. They're in Arrowhead again. If Mahomes plays, I think they win. I know the Bills are a great story. I think they're a really good football team. They're not just a story, right? I feel like the Browns overachieved a little bit, right? There's some teams that overachieve. The four teams that are left deserve to be here. Um, they're all the. I think they're the best four teams in the um, in the game. Yeah. Uh, of football, and I think they deserve. To, but but the Chiefs are still my favorites, and nothing will say otherwise until they're until found. not until they're down twenty-one because they've been down twenty-one. And guess what? Mahomes brings them back. So at no point in time am yep. I concerned about these Chiefs. Yep, um, until they lose. So I'm taking them, yeah. Which would, if we... Well, for me, it's Chiefs-Bucks. For you, it's Chiefs-Packers. And for everybody, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter which... Assuming every, assuming the quarterbacks are healthy and play. Yeah, exactly. Assuming Mahomes is playing. But, but, but not only that, assuming that all... Assuming that when the Super Bowl happens, the two winning quarterbacks are healthy, it doesn't matter what the matchups are. You have an awesomely intriguing game. You have a two two Hall of Famers on one side, two young superstars on the other side. One of them each will play in the Super Bowl. All the rosters are loaded. Like this isn't like the years where the Giants went and played. The Giants were a barely make it playoff team in the wild card, and they were playing the undefeated. So one of the Pats. times I did look this up. One of the times they did win the NFC East, and they were like okay. ten and six. But still, but still, they weren't a dominant force, yeah. right? Right now, because I kept thinking both teams, times they were eight and eight. Yeah, and I forgot that the 2011 one. That because the Jets lost to the Giants, if the Jets had beaten the Giants, the Eagles and the Jets would have made the playoffs. But because the Giants beat them, the Giants made the playoffs, the Jets got knocked so out. Savage. It's so crazy. And that, that Battle of New York game ended up mattering. But again, your point, I'm shadowing your point. Right. But it is one of the more intriguing matchups. You know, people wanted to, to force the narrative two years ago with. Goff versus Brady last year with Mahomes versus Jimmy G, who obviously, you know, we'll see where the 49ers are a year from now, mentioning good divisions and all that sort of stuff. Because we're kind of forgetting the 49ers, you know, they reloaded a little bit with draft picks. Jimmy G's been hurt. They're going to have a high draft pick. Let's pivot. Yeah, to look. So, well, no, let's pivot, which we talked about. He came up in conversation. Okay. And I don't know if he would really fit there. Man, if you're the 49ers, would you give it up? Would you give it all up for Deshaun Watson? Yeah, so let's look into this. So yeah. Deshaun Watson, this, this we mentioned is a it last huge week. Potential storyline. So obviously trades don't happen until a new football year, correct? Right. So there's nothing that, that can be done. Every day that goes by. It's not like the, it's not like basketball where a deal right. can be in place and it's not official until the new year. So Deshaun Watson really pissed off with what's going on in Houston. I'm sure if you're a football fan, unless you've really literally been living under a rock, you haven't you've have seen this, you know what's going on. But so there's 
odds on where he may go. Okay. And number one is the is he stays in Houston. I would I would agree with that. Which is minus one ten odds. Jets are number two, which. But why? Well, it's weird. Because what's what's three? Miami. Um, hold on, I'm trying to it's find. Gotta it. be, Miami has got to be three. I thought it was on a. Uh, on the a Jets can app. provide the if the Jets want it, they can provide the best package for the Texans because they can give up Sam Darnold and the second overall pick. Yep. They might need another first, by the way, which I think is. I, here's what I would tell you: if you are any team, Dolphins three, Bears four. Okay, the Bears are going to struggle because they Bears. Don't, I feel like can't trade for them. Well, they can, like, but it's going to be really challenging. They have to give up pieces beyond draft picks because they don't have good enough. Well, let's say, do they have like well, what assets have they to have? The mortgage a lot, but. Yeah. To me, the you traded Jets, a lot to get what's his face to yeah, get uh, Cleo Mack. The Jets and the Dolphins can put together intriguing packages for Watson. Yeah, to help reset Houston. Yep, because the Dolphins can give Tua a the third overall pick and probably a, either a, maybe a first next year. They're, they're gonna. I think you're gonna need three major assets in this trade minimum. There might be more than that too. By the way. Yep. The Jets can come in and say, we'll give you Sam Darnold, who's arguably a more proven, obviously proven prospect than Tua. The second overall pick in the draft, which you can use on, uh, uh, do you want a wide receiver? Do you want the offensive tackle, Penny Sewell, to, to, with, to match with Sam Darnold? I mean, that is a heck. If I'm the Texans, it's hard to give up to Sean Watson. But if you're offering a package with Sam Darnold, the second round pick, you know, Sam Darnold and two other firsts, Oh wow! Although you have Laramie Tunzel, so they, I mean they can go in so many directions. With or by the way, they could take the second pick, yeah, sell it to the highest bidder for for Justin Fields. I mean, yeah. the Jets. But the problem is, I have a feeling they're probably going to trade out. I think I think the Jets should trade out. Look, I think the I think I mentioned it before. The Browns and it's like hit or miss on different ways. They oh yeah, they, you brought this up right. right they right. capitalized on the Carson Wentz deal, and this would be it wasn't a hint hint for later in the episode, but basically. They trade back. They kept trading back a few times. And they've continued to throughout a lot of these picks. And a number of the players have been serviceable. They've turned it into a number of, of different pieces. And, you know, it's it's really... And it's funny because looking on the other side of it, the fourth round pick the Eagles got I thought was the pick they traded to get help to help get J.H.I.E. That's what they used to pick. Donnell Pumphrey. You know who was two picks after him? Don't say it. Is it a wide receiver? That's why it's another running back. Jamal Williams of the Green Bay Packers. It's a good because a good backup. And you know who went around later? Aaron Jones. Yep. Aaron Jones. In the fifth round. Which is just it's insane that Jamal Williams is a great backup. He probably would be a serviceable starter on any other team. And then his his starter went around after him. But the Browns to go on their side. They did a serviceable job with it. They kept turning it into into various other assets. And a lot of this is just continuing, and kind of the point in bringing up Donald Pumphrey, is that you try to turn these things into you know more picks to try to increase your odds of hitting. And eventually, maybe it is a fourth-round pick that turns into a, you know, a serviceable backup or a fifth-round pick, both of whom, Williams and Jones, were supplemental picks. Not supplemental picks. Um, compensary picks for the, for the Packers. Uh, Jones may not have been, but Williams was. Which, you know, interestingly enough, 
you know, of how all that shakes out. But that's what you want to turn it into. And the Browns did that, and it got them. I believe it's how they got Denzel Ward, or part of how they got Denzel Ward. Makes sense. I think, um, yeah, he was picked high. That yeah. Yeah, I think that's how they got the fourth pick in that draft. They got Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think it was part of that and trading to Houston. I believe I think that's Houston's pick that they used to pick him. Yeah. Um, so you know they they kept turning it into more and more stuff, uh, and it's really funny. Look, I think it's right after they drafted him. They're like, oh, this rookie from Ohio State. We don't know what they're going to do with him. Um, and you know, and obviously he's been he was a solid part of that team this year. So if the Jets can do something like that, and, and obviously you know you have new blood in there to see what they can do with it. I don't know. I feel like that's probably the right move if you're not convinced that Fields is the is the deal or. If you think that Sella can, or or um, Mike Lafleur, Matt Lafleur's brother, can turn Darnold into this next great thing, I feel like they'll probably have a lot of meetings in the next couple months before the draft to figure it all out. You know, I mentioned the combine's canceled. How big of an effect do you think that'll have on the draft, or do you think they kind of know what they want? They haven't really said anything about pro days. I feel like that's kind of a each school does it at their own risk type of thing. Yeah. Really interesting. Is the FCS playing now, like the CAA and all these big conferences? Does that make a difference on the draft? You think? I don't know. Yeah, like a you know we see every once in a while a wide receiver that went to James Madison or a quarterback that went to Delaware. I believe Cooper Cup went to Eastern Washington. Yeah, Eastern Washington. Obviously, North Dakota State had the one game, and they have their quarterback right. who's up there. I don't know if they're they may be playing. I don't know. Um, so who knows? Yeah, but it's going to be a fun year. Uh, yeah, I, or a fun and, year for drafting. And, yeah, look, Watson might be a lot of talk. This isn't the NBA. We don't see a lot of these major trades, right? You see, yeah. kind of more not peripheral in terms of talent, but quarterbacks, franchise quarterbacks, don't get traded. Um, and I think if you're Houston, you have to figure it out because he is seems to be the real deal. Yep. Um, heck, I'd at least listen. Yep. They won't offer this, but if they, if they called you up and said, "Hey, we want to." We want Carson Wentz. You give us Deshaun. We'll give you Deshaun Watson. You need. And what else do we need to give up? And as an Eagles fan, and I, you know, I love Carson, and I hope whoever our new coach is can fix Carson because I want 2017 MVP candidate Carson. Yes. Um, and and I think if you, the start of this year there wasn't many guys, I, like if the, before this season I would not have traded Carson Wentz for Deshaun Watson. No. I'm gonna tell you, to be honest. With you. Now, obviously, I would. I'd have no choice. But it's a huge storyline. There's so much going on. Um. Uh. This all we talk about, we haven't even talked about like the coaches signings. Love what the Falcons did. Arthur Smith comes in; he's going to be great for them. Their GM, uh, I think it's um, not Saints guy, right? Uh, Terry. Uh, I just was looking up here a second ago. I'm going to click on something here. Terry. Uh, I think it's Fontenot. Okay. Fontenot. Anyway, comes over after a lot of years with the uh, with the Saints. By the way, the the minority rule, higher rule comes into effect here. The Saints get... Uh, That's right, yeah. Third, the, what is it, 29-C? They get a third-round pick. I yeah, think, there's a couple uh, of them. Two, the Jets got maybe one. two, yeah. Which is really cool to see. And I really yeah. hope that works out. It's, it's interesting. And, and it, you know what? It means that it must mean the Falcons liked them because they're giving the Saints a, at least one third-round pick. Yeah. Not giving. like It's just an extra pick. But yeah, still. I was going to say, it's like compensating yeah. picks. It's yeah. an extra pick in the and third I, round. I do love the compensation style. I think that's yeah. really good. But, um, but yeah. Well, look, we'll be... Uh, I know we'll be back to talk about... The Super Bowl. The conference championships and the Super Bowl. We'll have to figure out the schedule for that. And uh, we'll definitely be back for more draft talk. Yeah, My number one for the Eagles is still Penny Sewell. If he was available to tackle for Oregon. If not, I'm leaning Jamar Chase over Devontae Smith. 
Well, he's Jaylen the number Waddle. one, right? The number one wide receiver prospect. Yeah. Well, it's weird. No combine's gonna gonna be weird this year because Chase didn't play. LSU superstar, yeah. better prospect than Justin Jefferson, better prospect than the other than the than um, Henry Ruggs and C and and, and C D Lamb and and Jerry yeah, Judy. All these guys, yeah. He was the guy, and he and he but he couldn't. He was a sophomore, so he couldn't come out. Um, man, he looks good. Mika Parsons over there, the linebacker for. Penn State is is I mean he would fix a lot of problems on our I mean Local it's gonna kid. be so here's Central the key. Pennsylvania. We didn't really talk about oh you know we talked about the Falcons. Micah Parsons. Micah, I say Mika. I said yeah. Mika. I'm thinking of Mika, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah. So we talked about a lot of potential coaching hires. Still a bunch of spots out there still. Yeah. Like what the Jets did. Robert Sala will bring a strong presence to that locker room. Um, is he I don't, the first Muslim head coach? Oh, I didn't know that. Maybe. I didn't know. Yeah. I don't know if he's up. the first. That'd be cool. But he's a, yeah, he's and it's cool for that because I know New York's yeah. such a diverse place when you yeah, think yeah, about yeah, the city. Yeah. So, um, And then and then Staley, uh, not Staley, uh, is it something Staley out in uh, L.A.? The L.A. head coach? Uh, the young guy? Is his last name uh, Staley? Uh, anyway, the defensive coordinator for the Rams coming over there. Young guy. We'll see. But, um, man, I'm interested. The, the Eagles have looked at a lot of people. I, I don't know which way they're going to go. It's interesting that it just seems like another name gets thrown on the fire. I know. Now the uh, Colts offensive coordinator. Yeah. By the way, interview everybody you want. You can't, uh, to me, you can't bring enough guys in. Yeah. Because someone's got to click. The guy yep. that I'm smitten with, I don't know how his interview went, Joe Brady, 31 year old. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it last week. Uh, th- Still liking it, but I'm not hearing any chatter. But again, we're hearing a lot of smoke and mirrors. Other teams have to make decisions. Still haven't placed a call to Brian Dable up in, up in Buffalo. Maybe they're just waiting to see what happens this weekend. Yeah, I was going to ask of a. Uh, a guy like a um, what team? Other Jaguars quarterback. He's the Chiefs Chiefs guy. Um, Afka? Byron Leftwich. Oh, oh, yeah, so Bucks guy. Yeah. Bucks guy. Sorry. No, 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 I got you. Are, are they? Is, why isn't he thrown around? Or people? Is his? Is he getting kind of thrown under the fire because it's it's Brady? It's all that talent. I've heard a lot of good things about him before yeah. Brady. Um, so, but I, 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 kept, I wanted to say Blaine Gabbert. I'm yeah, like, it's not Blaine Gabbert. Look, there's a huge, there's a huge deal that goes on. The interview process for the NFL. Like, okay, so we talked about with with Eric uh, 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 Benemy. Um, he didn't interview well, apparently. Oh, really? And somebody said, "Well, it's just an interview." Went, well, but you know what? You're trying to match. You're potentially trying. Apparently, to match. that that's like it's also it's a, a huge deal in the NFL draft. Like yeah, the guy how you interview right? Doesn't interview it, well. Like it we make fun of these like. Oh, they put a $100 bill at the end of the playbook, that whole thing. Like the Ryan Leaf, it turned out he was a complete shithead. These and are multi-billion dollar decisions. Yeah. They are going to leave no stone unturned when it comes to coaching searches. Yeah. Because the one thing is that a lot of the coordinators in particular haven't had a head coaching job, sometimes ever. Yep. And that's that. They need to make sure, is this guy, does he vibe well with my general manager? Does he vibe well with the owner? How does he feel about my players? Is he going to be honest in an interview, or is he going to be like, "Oh yeah, I'll do everything you want yeah, me to," do. Yeah. or is he going to say, "No, this is my philosophy," and and I think he'll get a job eventually. But it does matter. He didn't apparently didn't interview well with the Falcons. They've already made another decision. So yeah, I like the guy. I've heard only good things. Well, yeah, he was the first guy the Jets brought in. But I've heard he doesn't call plays, and people like Kafka, the quarterbacks coach. Well, that was the wasn't that the big thing with uh, Doug Peterson when they brought him in is that Andy Reid was calling all the plays. So that's not necessarily the. The worst thing in the no, world. It's, oh, it's not. It's not. No, yeah. not at all. But it, it, they're going to find red flags to see if it's a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. I, I would be very happy if he was the Eagles head coach. Yeah. I want an offensive mind. We've talked about this. But 
Um, I don't know if I love Josh McDaniels. Yeah, the McDaniels seems like it's a flash in the pan hire. Try to try to get something there. There's nothing to do the with Bel- the whole, all the Colts stuff There's either. There's one coach from the Belichickian coaching tree that has turned out so far to be decent. Former player. You're going to have to tell me. I'm going to Mike Vrabel. Oh, yeah, that's right. He is a, now, he is now, a Belichick now, guy. And Vrabel has done very well. But there's a lot. Are there DC positions open? Like, why haven't we heard about Matt Patricia flying around the coaching carousel? I f- because because by the head coaching carousel or the offensive court, I think defensive coordinator. You need more because because like the Eagles are the only one I can think of. Maybe somebody wants to bring him in. Yeah, but you're you're gonna they head it's a head, a head coach is gonna make the decision. Yeah, okay. very rarely does somebody stay on a staff. From a coaching that's a perspective, fair point. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, when the dominoes suddenly start to bang, 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 fall, that's when you might see Patricia. And by the way, would totally bring him in as a defensive coordinator. Yeah. I mean, think he's a mastermind. In I know he struggled with the Lions, but you can't tell me the Lions have had a good defense in twenty five years. Yeah. So sometimes it's just it's just the yeah, it's just a, just a bad fit. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So I think you'll start to see a lot of those dominoes fall. Interesting to see where we go because we kind of had two head coaches. Not not a bad way because Jim Schwartz did a great job for a sure. lot of years here, but he was a former head coach who probably had a lot of pull as a defensive coordinator. Yeah, and Doug let him do a lot of what he wanted to do. Yeah. The question is, will our guy come in if if he's an offensive mind? And like to me, a Joe Brady kind of guy comes in and says, "I'm hiring a, a high end defensive coordinator, probably somebody a little bit older than me because he's 31, and that's that." So um, it'll be fascinating. There's so much intricacies that we don't get to see because yeah. we're fans. On the coaching hiring side, it's really cool. Yeah, so yeah. much that goes into it, and the presentations they do, and 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 who is involved, players, coaches, front office, owners. I mean, wow. Yeah. So, and by the way, you're also selling your franchise to the head coach, the the candidate, because you just assume everyone wants every job. Yeah, but that's not always true. Some guys are trying to be strategic about it. Like Joe Brady could say, you know what, nothing out here right now is good for me. Now it's a risk you're taking because you could crash and burn at your offensive coordinator job, Correct. but. Some of these guys are going to say, I'm not ready yet. And and those are the... Sometimes guys interview just for the experience. I've heard that too. So Deuce Staley may not get the job, right? But he's going to interview so he's prepared for the next time he has to go to get better and better. So he's interviewed a couple times now. I think so. Uh, maybe... He interviewed when Peterson was... was did he for the head coach job? Yeah. Hired. But, but they, interview, was, they interview a lot of weird he names. Was really quickly, he was really quickly interviewed and people were like, oh, this is only so they can get through the Rooney rule. And really? I won't... I always like Deuce Staley. I liked him as a player. I don't know if it's always... Stuff. Yeah, I think that's a little bit short. I think it's... No, no, no. It's no, a, no I, it's I know, a, I know you're not saying this, but yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. a short-sighted view to assume that they're only interviewing guys. And that may be true for some of them. But I think they're also doing it because you never know when you're un- going to uncover a diamond in a rough. By the way, the Lions hired Dan Campbell. Who? The tight ends coach for the Saints. Yeah. He is a leader of men. They want to straighten the team up. And they're bringing in a guy... There have been plenty of cases of guys who didn't do anything before, who just roll in. I mean, God, again, we talk about um, John Har- uh, Jim Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, excuse me, I keep mixing him up, yep. was the special teams coordinator for, for the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. What credentials did he have to be a head coach? Now, special teams is underrated. Yeah. And and but that's a huge deal. So I just the huge coaching deal. carousel becomes more fascinating to me every year. And then your, it's point, your favorite. Pay attention. To the, to the coordinators. Yeah. They're fascinating to hear who gets hired. Well, Doug because Peterson is rambling around that he might go to the Seattle Seahawks. Make, I would, I, hey, look, if you're Seattle and you're Pete Carroll, bring him in. Yeah. He's got the experience. There's a lot of good guys you're going to see get signed. And yeah. we don't always give credit to some of the coordinators like we should. They do oh, a yeah. lot of really important work. Well, so, and I feel like we always get the – we give them the credit when they're a Belichick guy. Or we've started to 
obviously in college in the college game if they're a Saban guy or if they go to Saban and they get a new, another head coaching job like a Steve Sarkeesian, like a Lane Kiffin, like that whole rumbling of how that's all gone and what will Bill O'Brien do with all that sort of stuff to kind of link the two together. But yeah, I feel like we should with these coaching trees that are starting to develop out of just this young brat pack, if you want to call them that, of you know the Lafleur, the Shanahan, really all the the McVay, the yeah. Father Shanahan, uh, Mike Shanahan. Um, yeah, remember, Could not remember the father's name of his tree. That's basically what it's become because obviously his son and and McVay and then everybody under it were on a staff with the RG three led. Different age. R words. Different age of players. Yeah. Too. You think about the NBA. A lot of the old disciplinarians are gone. They yeah. got the NFL. A lot of the NHL the, too. The oldest coach I think is Pete Carroll. He's oh, he's been a player's coach his whole career. Oh yeah. He still connects even at I think he's like seventy eight, dude. Yeah. He still connects at seventy eight with his players. You need guys that are gonna come in like that. There's only a few Bill Belichicks that are gonna be able to say it's my team, my rules. You have to be a proven winner to do that. Yeah. So there's only gonna be a few like that. A lot yeah. of people you're gonna have to connect with them, be young, exciting. That's what people are looking for. That's what these players want to play for. They want to play for mm-hmm. fun young coaches. And you know what? Mm-hmm. It was a fad early. Just we'll talk about spread quarterbacks in the college. The college game moves into the NFL game because the NFL doesn't have a choice. It's their talent pool. Yeah. So you look at the young quarterbacks, Mahomes and Allen, they run. Um, and obviously Lamar runs even more and Kyler yeah. runs even more. If Nick Saban ever changes the spread, does it go to the NFL? Wow. Yeah. Y- yeah, it does because... It probably does, but it's just fascinating hey, look, that, that the, the RG3 season was the fall before the kick six... It's after that game when Auburn completely ran it over, or ran Alabama over, 2014 and onward, that he started to look that way. And that's why Tua got his big chance, obviously, Jalen Hurts, and all this different stuff. And we've seen, and we've always seen SEC defenders thrive in the NFL. Tyron yeah. Matthew, we talked about him earlier. But we're starting to see more and more Big 12 defensive talent go into the NFL. I don't know because they're because they have to defend against the spread more and more. Yeah, teams are. I mean, even the of all, the four team the four teams that are left yeah. all play a lot of spread concepts. Probably the tightest team is the Bucks, who do have you got number of two tight end sets with Brayton Gronk, and they run the ball. But all four teams. I mean, but yeah, they're all it's doing crazy. yeah, and it, so it bleeds into the game. It's awesome. And yeah, I um, love it. I do too. I'm bummed that we we only have three. Meaningful football games left. Not even the Pro Bowl, which I never watch anyway. But you know, then it's you don't learn a lot. You don't learn a lot from the Pro Bowl. Yeah, you know, I learned that uh, somebody can hit a moving clay duck. That was fun. Yeah, bring back. Oh, those are all good. I mean, yeah. still watch them. No, they're still on. Not bring them back. We'll bring yeah. them back this year. But those are the best, man. Yeah, those oh. are fun. Uh, but I think that's gonna do it. Yeah. We'll, uh, as you mentioned, we'll figure out the schedule with this. I uh, am going on a little trip. Yes, you are very Florida. jealous. I'll report back on that. Uh, we are not doing a hockey show this week, which I need to inform Greg and Mark on uh, because of me going on on Thursday. I'll send the email out tonight and act like clean my hands with it. Um, but I think they've probably figured that out, put two and two together on a Tuesday night that I hadn't emailed them yet. Um, but yeah, we'll figure out when that will come back. So subscribe to the podcast, all that good stuff. Uh, I will not be in person with you because I'm, I'm going to have to quarantine no, when I get back sense. from Florida. We will break it down for oh, the yeah. Super Bowl. Position by a, position, Matt. I mean, we're going to go through the we whole did that last year. Yeah. Assume you have a negative test. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk, come yeah. out here. We'll, well, no, no, I mean, hopefully it can come out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk regardless, either over the internet or not. 
Um, but assuming I have a negative test, come out here in two weeks. Love it. Be good stuff. Maddie, thank you. Love being hosted. No Let's watch into the Flyers game. Yes, sir. Same bounce back. All right. Like I said, subscribe to the podcast, Bullpen Card, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, all that good stuff. For my man, Matty D, I am the G-Man. Enjoy the football, everybody. It's going to be fucking awesome.